Ten Commandments. We're doing that. We're in the third week here, and uh, we're not doing all. We're doing all ten, but we're in a couple of cases we're sort of putting a few together that fit together. And uh, this is our third week, and this particular one, honor your father and mother. Interesting, interesting thing. And here's the thing about this one. For some of you here, this is going to be a very natural thing, and you're going to sit here, and you're going to go, yeah, that's great, and I can do that, and I'm grateful I can do that, and honor my mom and dad, and that's great. Some of you can't. And uh, we need to address that right away, and we will in a minute in more detail. But uh, um, this is for all of us, wherever we are in that whole, uh, that whole spectrum. You know, and, and hopefully this will at, at the very least be a reminder um, for some uh, of, of and, and maybe more than just a reminder, of God's expectations regarding both parents, our parents, and being a parent. In fact, one guy even said to me <laughs> after the early service, a uh, guy was walking out out here, he said, I gotta go. I said, I said, why? I said, I got to go call my mom. <laughs> I said, good. Yeah, you were, somebody was listening. Uh, anyway, um, and we'll talk more about those, those kinds of things in a moment. Here's the thing, and I, I don't want to sound like a guy that's getting older and, and, you know, looking at the world around him and the society and say yeah, everything's going to, you know, whatever. Um, but I will say this, today more than ever, this is the timeless message that needs to be proclaimed clearly beginning in churches, but certainly not limited to that. And so um, it's, uh, as we see the breakdown of, of, of family after family, we, we, we see how that so many times can affect society. So, so whatever your situation is, whether you're, whether you're married, whether you're a single parent, or whether you're grandparent or not a parent yet or whatever, uh, th- there's a lot of application that you can use for this, wherever you are. So we just sort of be creative and think about this with me, all right? Um, and keep in mind this, this. This is a commandment from God. No matter what your parents' age, um, and no matter what their worthiness is or is not, um, it's, it's a commandment from God. So just, just think with me through this. And uh, it's, uh, it's, an import, it's a very important, it's more important it's more important than you, maybe you realize. I'm not sure, for some of you at least. We talk, talk about honor. We talk about respect. We talk about you know, holding in esteem or in high regard or showing deference. Um, that's what we're talking about here. So with that, we're going to Exodus chapter 20, which is uh, the passage we're using. There's a couple of places where the Ten Commandments are written out for us. But uh, this particular, we're using Exodus in the series. Um, Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, Honor your father and your mother, so that you may live long in the land, and the Lord your God is, uh, excuse me, that, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Now, very quickly, just a little quick background on this. What's he talking about there? He's talking to the Israelites they're about ready to go into the promised land. Well, they will be going into the promised land at some point in time. And he's saying, honor your father and your mother so that you're going to enjoy this promised land. Now, you look at that and you say, well, no, wait a minute. What does that have to do with us? Glad you asked. So we go to Ephesians, all right, chapter 6. The same command is repeated. Look what he says here. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Now be careful with this because you, want, you, you, you know this, I think. You can't take this and say, oh, 
This means that if I honor my mom and dad, I'm going to live a long life on the earth. Obviously, we all know people who've honored their mother and their father, and they, for whatever reason, tragically were killed or died, maybe of some other reason, and they didn't necessarily have a long life. So, so what's he referring to here? One scholar puts it this way, and I'm just going to quote him because I think he says it all. The promise for those who obey their parents is that they enjoy a prosperous and long life on the earth. This states a general, a general principle that obedience fosters self-discipline, which in turn brings stability and longevity into one's life. Stated conversely, it is improbable that an undisciplined person will live a long life. So he's just saying, you know, honor your, your mom and dad. And, and, and here's, it, it says something about who you are. And you know what? It's going to be good. Now, let's, let's dive into this because here's the thing I want, I want you to see. The one question that you have to ask when you look at this commandment. Ten commandments. Ten. And he spends one commandment. Honor your father and mother. Why is this so important to God? Why, why is it taking up this kind of real estate? Why is it so important? And there's a lot of reasons I've, I've tried to sort of uh, generalize them into three things, really one thing that I'll talk about the most and just hit the other two pretty quickly. But, but the first one is this. When families honor each other, life is good. When families honor each other, life can be good. This has to begin with kids. When they see their parents honoring their father and their mom, their mothers, that's sort of the foundation. Honor begets honor, and the opposite so many times is true as well. So, but think about that. When families honor each other, life can be good. Now, I want to stop here, do a little parenthetical thing, because here's the deal. Whenever we start talking about honoring parents, I I just just alluded to it a a few moments ago. Um, Some of you right now have your heels dug in, and you're thinking, Rich, you have no idea what I had to deal with. And I probably don't. I probably have dealt with it with others, but I don't personally. But we need to talk about that, okay? We need to just be really blunt about that. What if I have, or what if you had, or have a not very good or flat-out horrible mother and father? What if they were abusive or worse? What if they were addicts of some sort? How am I going to honor them? I, I want to I just address that very quickly as we get into this because before we start talking about ways to, that we dishonor or honor our parents, but um, we've got to deal with this if we're going to be authentic about this. Um, look, honoring our parents isn't conditional. And it's not about their worthiness. Um, no, and none of, none of them are perfect. We know that. We're not perfect. You know, hard sometimes to stop and realize that, but we're not perfect. Um, Let me just give you a real quick little, just a real quick elementary couple of verses from the Old Testament that talk about people who curse their mother or father just to show you what God thinks, okay, because that's important. Exodus, for instance, later on after the Ten Commandments, Exodus 21, anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. You say, wow, that's Old Testament. Yeah, that's Old Testament, but it gives you an idea of what God thinks about this. God thinks, hey, 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 hey. Don't do that. Proverbs puts it this way. If you curse your father or mother, your lamp will be snuffed out in pitch darkness. I don't know what the heck that means, but it's not good. You know? 
It can't be good. <laughs> so, so, I mean, the issue here is, and, and I'll, 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 just say this, I'll just say this very succinctly, and I'm going to try to say it as lovingly as I can, okay? Don't get mad at me, all right? Um, how we treat our parents has a tendency to say more about us than it does them. And, and, you, and you need to think about that. You say, yeah, but you don't understand. No, I don't. But, but, but when God wrote this command, don't think that he didn't realize that there'd be some pretty crappy parents coming later on. They actually, it happened before this was written too. Except for some of them. Now, let me just say this. This doesn't give parents a free pass, okay? It doesn't mean that God, you know, it, it, it doesn't mean you just, just give them a free pass. Listen, God will deal with bad parents or horrible parents like he does any other evildoers. That's not for us to be concerned about any more than it is for us to seek revenge on our own. Not for us to, 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 to do some kind of payback to our bad parents by, you know, I don't know, withholding the grandkids or something. You know, now, it may not be a safe place for the grandkids, and that's something you have to deal with. And there may have to be some boundaries. That's a different situation. But when we talk about this thing, we, we need to stop and you've got to really examine and re-examine and pray about your heart and your motivation on this stuff. Um, and let me just say this, because there are, there are, in any service that I talk in, there are people who have some pretty severed relationships sometimes with parents or kids or, or whatever. Listen, let me just say this. Never, ever give up or write off a relationship like that and say it's over and it will never, ever, ever, ever be. Don't just always leave that option open. You never know. You just never know what God might do in your heart, in their heart, through circumstances, through all kinds of other things. Just keep the door open on those broken relationships, particularly where it involves parents and kids. Doesn't mean you don't put up guidelines. Doesn't mean you don't have some boundaries. But keep, those, keep that door cracked at, at, at least. You just never know. But the challenge for us, challenge for me and for you as parents or grandparents, besides that of, our, of honoring our parents, is, is to seek to be parents who are worthy of honor. That's one of the challenges for me and you. Look, so many things I can't do about what happened before me, but I can do something about me. And I can seek before God and, 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 and those that I loved to be worthy of, of the honor that, that my kids and grandkids um, are supposed to give to me. So that, uh, that's enough about that, but let me, let me move on because here's the thing. Why is this so important to God? Because when families, when families honor each other, life can be better. Still, we dishonor our parents sometimes, and I want to just talk about some of those ways. I mean, they're, they're just very, they're very subtle. might be something as simple as just ignoring them, devaluing them, or maybe, maybe they're not with us any longer, and it's devaluing their memory, and you're talking negatively about, oh, Dad, he was such a whatever, or Mom, you know, um, he was such an alky. What, I, you know, whatever it might be that might sort of just sort of denigrate or devalue who they were, putting them down, Forgetting what they've experienced. Sometimes it's easy, you know, and, you, and my dad has, I'll see him again here in about a week, week and a half, and 91 going strong, and, and my mom, and they, and, uh, you know, and they're, they're, they do really well and, and everything. But, you know, I'm, yeah, I've heard stories over and over and over again, and he, he'll tell me again, and I'm just like, that's a great story, Dad. I love that. 
You know, you just, you just, it's one, it's a, it's a simple way of honoring them. I've heard the story. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the story of, of how when he was a kid and he helped, ba- you know, helped uh, uh, hay, bale some hay and and the kids eat with the uh, eat, eat with the kids and the men eat with the men and his dad came along and grabbed him by the shoulder. If he works with the men, he's going to eat with the men. And uh, never forget that. I was twelve years old. I'm like, that's a great story, Dad. I've only heard that since I was twelve years old. And, <laughs> Two or three times a year. I don't care, you know. <laughs> it's just one. It's just. It's just a, a, a great. It's just another way that when we listen to how what they've experienced, um, you know, sometimes we forget what they've sacrificed. And they've sacrificed a lot. I mean, I used to have to remind one of my kids when the, in the teenage years, uh, many times, uh, with my hand gently on his shoulder as he was back talking to his mother. Don't forget, dirtball, and that's what I said. She almost died bringing you onto the face of the earth. Watch your mouth. Yeah, you got to remind them sometimes what, 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 you know, what they go through and so forth. Um, sometimes simply not thinking about them. Sometimes being overly critical. None of our parents are perfect. We know that. Some obviously more flawed than others, depending on some, some tough situations. Let's talk about the positive. How does one honor a father and a mother through the seasons of life? thought about this a lot, and just very simply, very quickly. You know, when we're children, we're to obey. We're to obey our mom and dad. Uh, That's a way of honoring them. As we grow older in our teenage years and college years, there's still to be some, you know, there's still to be some obedience, especially if they're paying the bills, for goodness sakes. Um, But also, then then I think it, it goes even further. We start listening. We need to start listening because, you know, they've been there before. And, and they know some of the things that you're going through. And uh, sometimes we just want to write them off and of a different generation. And some of, you know, our, some of, we may be of a different generation, but our problems so many times have some of the same common threads that we all have to deal with at times. Um, then we become adults. How do we honor them? By respecting them, having a degree of respect for them or their memory. And, of course, they age. And many of us here, particularly if you're a boomer, we know what it's like dealing with aging parents. And that, it has a whole set of challenges with it. We'll go see my mom and dad, as I said, you know, in a couple of weeks. And we'll go in and they'll have Fox News blasting about 20 decibels above the pain level. And, uh, and you know, you walk in on them and, hey, how you doing? Oh, doing good. Yeah, we're doing good. And you talk like that for about, you know, you know and then you, you leave and Charlene, like, hey, you know, I'm doing good. <laughs> Why don't we not talk so loud? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know the routine. And that, that, so what? <laughs> That's part of the deal. And if I can do that and, 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 and still communicate and, and honor them, that's a small price to pay. You know, so how does one honor their father and their mother? through? The, you know, you, you're learning to have patience with them when the, when the, the aging sets in. And, and sometimes that's, that's hard to do. Here's the thing. At any age, at any age, it's appreciation, it's thoughtfulness, it's acts of kindness. That's the way we honor our mom and dad. And here's, here's, a, little, here's a little trick I'm going to pull on you, okay? The very best way to teach this precept, don't miss this. This is worth the price of admission. Well, it's worth more than that because it didn't cost you anything to get in here. But um, the very best way to teach this precept of honoring your father and your mother is by modeling it 
to our children. That's the very best way. And you know, your kids are likely to treat you like you treat your mom and dad. Because that's what they've seen. That might be a little scary for some of us. But it's real. And you know, we do that both in how we treat our parents and how we as parents treat each other, I might add. I mean, this isn't, this isn't a message on, 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 on marriage and so forth, but um, do you want your children to model the kind of marriage that you have? Some of you say, yeah, I hope they do. That'd be great. Some of you are like, oh, gosh, I hope not. I mean, and you can overcome that if you've been through a bad, a bad spell or, or whatever. You can overcome that, but, but, but be aware. So kids have a tendency to treat their parents like their parents treated their parents. Tough issue here. So why is this so important to God? Because when families honor each other, life, life can be better. Second, second thing, and these, these are kind of repetitious, but that, that I wanted to say how put it in this way. Um, a second reason this is important to God is healthy families enhance society. Healthy families enhance society. John Paul, Pope John Paul II, as the family goes, so goes the nation, and so goes the world in which we live. Let me ask, let me ask, just let me ask you this. Which would you rather live in? What, what, what kind of society would you prefer to live in? One where parents are respected or where there's no respect for parents or authority? I mean, how's that going to work? We've seen that in some parts of the world. That's not fun. Not safe either. Um, Billy Graham said this, a child who's allowed to be disrespectful to his parents will not have true respect for anyone. That's, uh, that's heavy duty. So what, what kind of society would you prefer? One where parents are respected or where there's no respect for parents or authority? Or where there is love and honor, at the very least order and civility? Or anarchy in the home, chaos. Do you really have that? Or where there's care and encouragement, or insults and verbal assaults, general negativity. Which would you rather have? Point to that. You say, well, I haven't done very well. Well, start now. Yeah, I'll never forget this. I just thought about this this last week, I think. I've been married a long time. I mean, and I, it's hard to, for me to remember much before I was married. We'll, we'll be married 39 years this fall. And um, every year gets better. But um, I remembered when I was, started thinking about this a couple of weeks ago, I was like 17, now 17 or 18, a junior or a senior in high school. And I went out on a date. Back, I'm sorry, back in those days, we, had, we didn't hang out. You would go to a girl or call her up and say, hey, can I take you and go get a Coke? Or can I take you to the ball game? Or can I, I mean, it's kind of a weird concept, I realize. It wasn't hang out in groups and all the other kind of things, which is fine today. But anyway, back then you'd have a date. And, um, and I'll never forget this. And I'm kind of, you know, keep in mind, I'm coming from a pretty sheltered uh, Christian home and so forth. And, and uh, you know, and she was, she was she, I, as I remember her, she was a real cute girl. I don't really know that, but my ego says she had to be cute for me to go out with her. But, but, but <laughs> in any case, I, I remember uh, 
picking her up and, and then taking her, and all she did, her, went to her home, and her parents were fighting, and they were yelling at her. I mean, we were talking 16, 17 years old, and I was just like, oh, jeez. And then as we went on our date, wherever we went, I don't know, and she just, just kept talking about how bad her dad was. And this was a new concept. I was like, gosh, this pretty girl all of a sudden isn't all that pretty. I mean, this wasn't a very attractive quality that, that some people, you know, were really like that. So when we talk about this whole thing, why does God care? Why, why is this so important to God? Well, well, healthy families enhance society, and it does make a difference. So, I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing difference that it can make. A third thing, very quickly, why, does God, why is it so important to God? Families honor each other. Life can be good. Healthy families enhance society. Third thing, God is pleased. I told you these were repetitions. God is pleased when families have fulfillment. God is pleased by that. God is honored by that. You know, look for ways, wherever you are in life, whatever your situation might be now, whatever's happened in the past, look for ways now to build this into your family. Be creative about it and be stubborn. And in other words, this, this has got to happen. If that means in our situation, we, we, we at least once a year, usually twice a year, you try to, you try to get them all together. And, you know, we have, I have a saying about that, you know, for vacation and stuff. Pay for it, they will come. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, 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 amen, amen. Yeah, can I get it? Yeah, uh, it, it's just one of those deals, um, and I'm happy to sacrifice to make that happen. And it's a way to to build into the family and build honor for one another, and for generations, I pray to come. Um, so, um, seek to build your family into one where the atmosphere, listen, is conducive to honoring one another, not where they have to overcome stuff, and in, in order to do that. Seek to make that happen. I have a little prayer, three, four-line prayer that I wrote. And, and, and just, just think through it with me. I don't have it for you to read. Just listen. And um, I think it says it all. May God give us a burning desire to build fulfilling families. God give us a burning desire to build fulfilling families. May he give us the ability to accept and forgive without enabling. That's a, that's a trick. May he give us the ability to accept and to forgive without enabling. Parents, grandparents, whatever the case may be. May he give us the perseverance to deal with the setbacks the failures, and the squashed expectations of life. There'll be plenty. May he give us the perseverance to deal with those. And may he give us the love to honor our parents, to be honorable parents, and to raise future parents who will be honorable as well. May God give us that ability as we ask it. Let's pray together. Lord God, we are humbled and in awe of the love that you have for us. I pray that you, I pray for myself, first of all. Got to start there. That you would give me that ability, both of my parents and as a parent and a grandparent. Pray for all those who are right there with me, wherever their stage of life,
Give us, give us the ability through a relationship with our, our Creator to see that happen. None of us are perfect, but God, we seek to be people, whatever we've been through in the past, whatever we've done in the past, to be men and women, moms and dads, uh, who are worthy of honor and who can give that honor either to our parents or the memory that they leave behind. Thank you that Jesus came and gave us the ability to have a relationship with you and the strength to live lives that can make a difference. God, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.